0: Welcome to the Protoss Podcast. Today's date is Friday the 2nd of April, and you're listening to our weekly roundup of the most important stories in the past seven days as reported by us. This week, we've been covering hackers offering refunds to their victims, Tesla stamping out bugs in crypto payment code, and Goldman Sachs preparing Bitcoin investments for their top clients. A funky start to the week and in a bizarre turn of events, a group of hackers behind Ziggy Ransomware decided that they would like to refund victims of their extorted Bitcoin. A possible change of heart may be, but it's not exactly the sweetest gesture going. They've stated that they would be refunding the value of the Bitcoin when it was paid, rather than the raw BTC itself. Combine this with the fact that in the last few weeks, Bitcoin's price has risen by up to 40%. Currently, it sits around $59,000. We're left with a group of hackers that will still stand to make a profit from their heist, while also refunding their victims. A moral grey area in the criminal underworld. Ziggy was a straightforward ransomware that could lock victims out of their files until a sum of Bitcoin was paid into their wallets. An email containing a step-by-step guide on how to do it was even provided by the hackers. And according to some reported copies of the emails, the amount of BTC to be paid depended on how quickly you followed their demands. As to what spooked them into their criminally polite position on refunds, well, they may have been phased by a recent closure of a large botnet network, which will likely result in some hefty consequences for those involved. Or, oh, thanks to a post shared by Bleeping Computer, as Ziggy themselves put it, we are very sorry about what we did. Now, get settled down for this one, because it's fairly long. Tuesday, bared witness to the War of the Whales. This, we believe, best describes an ongoing feud between two crypto whales as they battle it out over an obscure altcoin. The ongoing fight has sent prices of the microcap cap crypto mobile coin, or MOB for short, soaring hundreds of percent after a GameStop-esque short squeeze. So to set the scene, on the left we have our short-selling whale, and on the right a crypto fund intent on squeezing them for all they're worth. To begin with, though, let's talk about shorting. Shorting involves betting against the price of an asset staking on the price going down. By borrowing an asset and selling it, the shorter expects the price to fall. Next, you then buy this asset at its lower price before returning the one that you borrowed. This difference in selling and buying the asset is where the profits lie, which is where our short-selling whale lurks. Our whale had built their short position using derivatives exchange FTX with roughly 25% of the token supply a figure thought to be worth between $100 and $150 million. However, after weeks of shorting, an accidental flash crash sent mobs price tumbling, sending lending rates wall with a 3,000% APY briefly being on offer to mob token loaners. While this would potentially put our short-selling whale ahead of the game, prices rebounded quickly and continued to rise. The short-selling whale isn't feeling so comfortable by this point. Enter our long position. That's our second whale. During these rising prices, CMS Holdings announced that they would indeed attempt to short squeeze the whale, catch them with their pants down, so to speak. After posting about the move on Twitter, investors got behind the play. A source brushed up on the subject explained, quote, While the shorter is trying to buy back tokens to close their shorts, traders are starting to buy up tokens to take a long position, creating a lot of demand and sending the price up over 100% on Monday. And that, my friends, is the first shot fired. It's tricky to imagine who actually benefits in this now spiralling battle. Our source offered a few theories behind it. The major train of thought being that once our short whale was caught in the trap, they neither realized nor cared enough to try and escape it. Meaning CMS traders trading against the whale and mob holders will all benefit. A more crazy theory involves a plot by mob insiders to use the short squeeze to anchor an inflated price ahead of a rumored exchange listing. Everyone benefits, similar to the first theory, alongside those interested in mobile coin. But this one is complete speculation right now. But what really caught our source's attention was why in its current bull market, alongside possibly being listed on a more prominent exchange, would a whale take such a large and financially suicidal short position? When we reached out to CMS Holdings, they simply sent back a GIF, or is it JIF, with an abbreviated I don't know. We even contacted mobile coin founder Joshua Goldboard, but he said they don't comment on price actions, nor do they participate in market dynamics. No comment so far from mobile coin developers either. Their cryptocurrency will now be worth 700% more since its FTX listing in December. And finally, FTX has also declined to comment on the matter. Despite this silence, it's still an ongoing battle. The short whale has exited around half of their position when we published our investigation and has now since stopped closing, leaving roughly 5 million mob sitting there like a chunky duck, roughly around $200 million at today's prices. According to one of our close sources, it's likely that they can't close due to the price impact or are unwilling to. The problem being that if they buy back, the prices will go up again. So a short-selling whale in the end is either trapped for the foreseeable by mob's current price or is facing complete liquidation. Shit. Long reign the long whale, at least for now. A bug in the BTC Pay server code was spotted by none other than Tesla, but it's been since assured that any risk to users' Bitcoin is, quote, unlikely. A series of vulnerabilities ranging from low to high risk were identified by Tesla's software security team and then patched appropriately. If you are a user of BTC Pay, then it wouldn't harm to run a quick update. Bitcoin Core project developer and founder Nicholas Dorier told us that these several vulnerabilities aren't something to be worried about since, quote, there are many conditions that need to be satisfied to be effectively at risk. Although he did mention that some of these higher risk flaws mainly apply to those sharing their servers with other BTC Pay server users or shared instances as opposed to the private instances. So it really wouldn't harm to update. Yeah. Uh, BTC Pay themselves are an open source software that allows users to operate their own servers and process their own Bitcoin payments. The gig is a relatively trustless point of sale experience for merchants compared to proprietary processors like BitPay. Tesla offering a hand out of the blue in a field such as cryptocurrency could be interpreted as them taking a fancy to BTC services, or at least looking to use them for handling future Bitcoin payments. The team at BTC Pay noted that they don't know for sure whether or not the electric vehicle powerhouse is in fact using their software just yet. We do know, though, that Tesla had to run an audit on the software to find bugs, but exactly what was spotted in those codes. Well, we'll just have to wait and see. They're giving it three weeks to allow updates to go underway before disclosing the juicy ins and outs. Goldman Sachs is preparing to offer its swankiest clients some exposure to Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies, as disclosed by CNBC. Now, our definitions of swanky might be a bit off. So just to be sure, we're talking about the expensive side of the word, meaning their richest clients and not necessarily the best dressed ones. Goldman's new head of digital asset, Mary Rich, told the outlet that their bank wants to offer a, quote, full spectrum of Bitcoin and digital asset investments, ranging from your classic Bitcoin holdings to your crypto derivatives. These investments are reportedly being offered to its private wealth management group in this year's second quarter, which starts this very week. Most of these investors will be looking at splashing at least $25 million when investing. They might, in fact, be actually quite stylish with that sort of money. Who knows? This means that the bank's position on crypto, though, has now undergone a complete 180 as they move from criticising the crypto economy to investing in it. It's definite that their patrons approve this change, though. As Rich puts it, quote, clients feel we're sitting at the dawn of a new internet, adding that the bank is looking for ways to participate in this space. They're not the only big bigwig Wall Street bank to make the move now into crypto. Morgan Stanley is one example where, while being the bigger of the two banks, is set to offer a number of Bitcoin funds to similarly well-off investors in April. And that's your lot. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. And we realise that there's only so much we can cover in under 10 minutes of this podcast. So if you'd like to get more of the stories that matter, then check out protoss.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the Protoss podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any other major podcast provider to keep up to date with our weekly roundup. That's all from us today. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.